In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, it's time. That's time. It's time for the list everybody waits for to kick off their week. It is the power rankings with producer Evan. You uh, you have hit a groove. You have hit a, your stride. You were just a power ranking newbie just a, a short time ago, and now look at <laughs> yeah. look at look at you, Evan. Look yeah, at you. There we go. <laughs> I mean, you never felt. I mean, you you definitely have your chest out a little bit more when it comes to these power rankings. I felt like at the at the early. Um, editions of the power rankings you weren't confident and i don't blame you it's harder to do power rankings so early in the season when do we start this like early may or something like that i believe so yeah yeah right around there yeah so but now we're we're deep in the season we're in middle of the season and teams have sort of identified themselves and established themselves that said an unheard of turnover uh in the middle of june for any power rankings Spoiler alert, four new teams in your list. Four. When yep. you a, a week ago, did you ever think that you would have four new teams? No, because I remember at the end of last week's power rankings, you were saying which teams might, you know, fall off, which teams might make it in. I think I only listed three to make it in, three to fall off, and now there's been four and four. So <laughs> I'm, I didn't I, think it was gonna be this crazy. I'm gonna give uh, a spoiler alert. So A the Dodgers out, not yeah. in the top 10. The Dodgers, the Dod- and people, the thing is, Evan, they still have a good record. And, yeah. But people are panicking in Los Angeles and Chavez Ravine. And Papelbon, you finally come away around to Papelbon's <laughs> way of thinking. I mean, yeah. if the people in Philadelphia don't thank Jonathan Papelbon more for just having the saves, all-time saved record, yeah. then they should thank him because it was his proclamation first that they were the number five teams two weeks ago when I think they were like four games under 500 and like five games back or something like that, right? Yeah, like I didn't even consider them at the time. You know, I have honorable mentions every week that I put under my power rankings. They weren't even on that. So. And he had, a bit, he had a bit number five. He had a number five. And then, and then everyone go back to the Betting Isn't Boring podcast on Friday – where he takes it next level and says, Phillies in the World Series, National League representative in the World Series. And you know what? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> you know, why not? Especially in the month of June, because everybody expected them to get hot, especially with Schwarber. He always turns it on in June. And I mean, both things have happened. So, <laughs> and their starting pitching <laughs> has been really crazy, but we'll get to them. Yep. All right. Number 10, what do you got? 
Yeah, so number 10, I have the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go! 8-2 in the last time. They just swept the Astros and the Royals, so they're on fire. Ellie David LaCruz has taken over the league. He might become the new face of the league. Every every year we have a new face of the league that enters. Last year was Julio Rodriguez. This year it might be Ellie David Cruz. He's just taken over. I mean, he beats out a, a slow ground ball to first base yesterday. Or yesterday we put it in the podcast today, so... They're just they're just playing crazy baseball. They got a, a lot of young guys contributing, and they're a team that really nobody expected to be good, and they're just surprising everybody. Well, so I remember we've obviously talked a lot about Ellie De La Cruz on the podcast, and and when he first got called up, we had just had Matt McLean on, and that was a nice story. Then De La Cruz, you know, Sam Dykstra was on of of MLB Pipeline, and he was pumping up De La Cruz saying. He's going to be, I mean, I wish I, I li- listened to Sam even more than I did. I listened to yeah. him, but still, like, he was like, this guy's insane, this guy's insane. And then we haven't seen him. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah he's a good prospect, but holy mackerel. And then, you know, they get they get, they call these guys up, but still, you know, they're like, okay, you call these guys up, it's a nice story, but you're, you're, you're far back. And I, th- I saw the, I saw the numbers in um in on the most recent podcast the ec one and what was it in the last 50 games they're like 30 and 20 yeah so but so what i'm saying is that we were it was a nice story but it was like okay well they still aren't gonna win but now they're winning i mean that's that's nuts and they have yeah. like so many prospects that they're like considering like maybe moving out Will Myers just to get this guy from AAA, you know. So <laughs> they're so loaded that it's getting crazy. Is and here's the the thing that I think everybody wants to see. You see sort of the face of baseball and the guys that we want to the surface as superstars. And we talked about this with O'Neill Cruz. I mean, he unfortunately for O'Neill Cruz, Ellie Dela Cruz has done it more than O'Neill Cruz has all done it already. Um, is there any path for Ellie De La Cruz to be in Seattle at the All Star Game? Yeah, I mean, popularity wise, yeah, I but mean, yeah, but is, is he is he even? Uh, I I should know this. Is he even yeah. on the ballot? Can you Google that? I think I think you have to write him in as of now. Ah, uh, he's not. He's not currently. Yeah, they currently had McLean and India as the shortstop and second base. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a tough one. What's his? So what's his numbers right now? He's so it's. Uh, I mean, if he if he catches, he still has time if he catches absolute fire. Other than he's obviously playing well, but you know that he's not gonna make it, man. Like he's so he's hitting two seventy three yeah. with a seven ninety two OPS and one home run, six stolen bases. It's a great story. It's just, it, we're just going to have to wait. But still, what it, it would be so awesome if he was there. It would so be yeah. so great. So there would definitely be some rookies, especially that make it this year, though, because there's been so many rookies that have been so successful early that it's making these, it's making the writers who have to vote for rookie of the year and really either week, it's making it difficult for them, especially nationally. Yeah. Though. yeah well, Corbin Carroll, I mean, it's, what it's going to be interesting is when it comes down to Corbin Carroll and. Yeah. I mean, it's still a long way to go, especially with Dela Cruz. We've just seen the beginning of it, but right now, Corbin Carroll's the guy. I mean, he's yeah. he's the rookie of the year. And he might even get some MVP votes, so he makes it hard to vote against. Yeah, him. and and I think in the American League, probably Yoshida just off numbers, but yeah, it's early. All right, number nine, a team that we just talked about, 
Yep. So number nine is the Philadelphia Phillies, 38 and 34, six and one since the last rankings, eight and two in the last 10. They just swept the A's, took three of four from the D backs, which influenced my decision because <laughs> we're a big D backs podcast. We might need yeah. a rewind soon, but, uh, <laughs> Well, they're just they're uh they're a great team and they're getting yeah. hot. So yeah, the D backs were in listen, don't don't crap on the D backs just because they lost no. a few games. Yeah, they're they're still what is that, 14 games over 500 right now? And the so. Phillies and the Phillies uh thing too is as Pap uh confirmed, we know that now that the Phillies have started defining themselves, you know yeah. what Dombrowski's gonna do, right? Exactly. And and so you know that they're going to be adding. You know they're going to be aggressive. The only time that he hasn't been aggressive in 2019 where they get caught in the middle with the Red Sox. and no, It was a bizarre situation. He was fired like a month later. But yeah. he, he absolutely will be aggressive. It'll be awesome. And it's always good for business when the Phillies are good. Um, yeah. All right, number eight. Yeah, so number eight's a team that I took off my rankings, but they were number 10 a few weeks ago, and I took them off because they started struggling, but now they're they're back in a groove. It's the San Francisco Giants, 6-0 and since the last rankings, 8-2 and in the last 10. They swept the Dodgers and the Cardinals. They're just on fire right now. They called up one of their top prospects. Uh, two years ago, they were the, the shock of baseball, winning over 100 games. Then last year, they were the, probably the disappointment of baseball, and people were like, man, I thought Gabe Kapler was a changed man when he went to San Francisco. And then this year, you know, they're starting to look good again. They're second in the NL West, and they moved the Dodgers down to third after sweeping them this weekend. So, Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, it's – it's that NL West is wild. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Don't count out the Padres. Yeah, I know. I well, had them on two, honorable mentions. They're starting they took, to they took two on. or three of the Rays, right? I mean – Yep, and and we always said that there's going to be a team that is is sort of just hanging around or are really underperforming, and then boom, they take off. And we exactly. thought, oh well, maybe the Mets, you know. But right now, I'm like, to me, that team is probably the Padres, just because yep. they're so crazy talented. Exactly. All right. All right, the Fighting Lovellos are number seven, right? Correct? Yeah, number seven. I actually had them at number two last week, but they've had a bit of a rough stretch since the last rankings, three and four since the last rankings, six and four in the last ten. So they really had a pretty good last ten. Took two of three from the Guardians, only took one of four from the, you know, going crazy Phillies. So they're a really good team. They're still a really good team. This really doesn't reflect, you know, how good of a team they are. They're still number one and one of the best, divisions in baseball but um i just had a base on the last week so i moved them down to seven. yeah they feel like a team that could really use you know it's still a little ways off with the trade deadline stuff but could really mm-hmm. use sort of like that jolt of here we go like you've yeah. proven yourself now we're gonna give you this guy especially in the bullpen i think um definitely yeah Maybe a chapman if he keeps it going the right way so i don't know yeah, I mean, there's a couple of bullpen arms out there when I wrote a book with. Um, all right, uh, the Angels. Oh, I'm, I'm spoiling it, man. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Number number number, no, six. No, number number six. Number six. Yeah, so number six, I have the Angels. Five and two since the last rankings. Seven and three in the last ten. They took three or four from the Rangers, who are still high in my rankings, but have slipped a little lately. Um, and then they took two of three from the Royals. So. They're playing really good baseball right now. Phil Nevin's really 
making them uh, get it into another gear because obviously every year we just expect them to fall off because them and the Rangers have kind of become those teams where even when they're hot, you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. But And Phil Nevin has also kind of proven himself as a manager, at least right now, because I think a lot of people, after the interim stint last year, they didn't really think he would get the full-time job. And then now that he's got the full-time job, they kind of thought it was just a one-year like holdover. But if they keep going the way they're going, he might, you know, be there long term. So. Well, think about it. Go back a year. The the Angels were a team that were started off really great, and then they went down the tubes. And then obviously, I should look it up. I mean, it probably was right around. Wasn't that far off when Joe Madden was fired a year ago? And yep. you're you're right. I mean, it was it was the perception was, oh, Phil Nevin, he's a hothead. He's it's 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 just a stopgap, but. You got to give them credit because they're 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 trending in the right direction and and this is another thing. I mean, it's been such an awesome. I'm looking at this list, and it's it's. I'm not just saying this. It's like it's probably been the best year for baseball to follow, yeah. um, because you know we want to be introduced to new players and new teams, and when when these sort of teams are good, it's it's great for baseball. And what else is great for baseball is if you get. Finally, 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 you might get Otani and Trout in the postseason. Exactly. Like, like I don't want to see Otani traded. Like I don't yeah. want to see. I don't. No. And and obviously, right now, that's that's definitely not happening. So, yeah. um, and if I'm the Angels, I just make my offer now, man. Yeah, I know. It's try to get him while you have as much control as you have, because once you're in free agency, the price is just going to be yeah. Just you know, and also it's the good feel, the good vibes of hey, we can be a winning team. So exactly. I don't know. Anyway, all right. Well, uh, another team that I would never have to ever 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 thought would be at number five, but here they are, number five. What do you got? Yeah, so number five is the Miami Marlins. They're a team that was always considered, you know. Obviously, the Nats for a couple of years now have been the bottom team in the uh, NL East. And then the Marlins have always been number four. And then it's been Phillies, Mets, and Braves as the top three. But the Marlins have really proven themselves this year. They're up from uh, number six last week, four and two since the last ranking, seven and three in the last 10. They swept the Nationals, took one of three from the Mariners. So they're just playing really good baseball right now. I mean, they have such a young, talented starting rotation. I mean, Yuri Perez is kind of getting underrated. He's a really good player. Um, and then obviously, even with if they get Sandy Alcantara to or Alcantara, I don't know how you say yeah, Alcantara, I, I, yeah, yeah, Alcantara, yeah. If you get him to perform anything like last year because he's had a really rough year so far, I mean, they could be even better than they are now. So, yeah, what a what's uh, I should know this. What's Pablo Lopez doing for Minnesota? I think he has like a four ERA. So, yeah, I, I just love that trade. Good, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love that Luis Arise, and we're going to have more Luis Arise content coming up because why not? Um, yep. The Marlins are, if you if you haven't watched them or haven't like looked at their lineup and, and everything else about them, they're good, man. Like they're a talented team. They have obviously Jorge Soler, you need the middle of the order bat while well, he's become the middle of the order bat. You have yep. other guys, you know, who have stepped up. So, um, yeah. So it's it's uh, they're a good team. They're, like, I think they're here to stay. I think they are here to stay. I think they've done a really good job of building that team. So, all right. Well, number four. Yep. What do you got? 
Yeah, so number four, I have the Texas Rangers. They're 44 and 27, so they have a really good record. They're three and four since the last rankings, four and six in the last 10. They only took one from the Angels, who are super hot right now, two or three from the Blue Jays, who have fallen out of my rankings again because I don't really know what to make of that team. Every time I think they're going to, you know, stay for the long haul, they just start going down the crapper. So, um, <laughs> I think the Rangers are a really talented team. I think they'll stick around for the long haul. And that's another really good division because I left the Astros out, but I mean, you got the Rangers, the Angels, and the Astros all in that same division. So, wow. A, yeah. A lot of fun divisions to watch in baseball. It is. Wow. I didn't even notice you left the Astros out. That's crazy. And, yeah. but I mean, you look at those American League wildcard standings, it's all of a sudden the Red Sox have won four in a row as we sit here. They're two back. The Blue Jays, yeah. as bad as they've been, they're only a half game back. The Yankees kind of stink. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they, I, I, it is unbelievable, like how one player is really makes a, such an enormous difference on a baseball team, Evan. Like you, exactly. ra- you rarely see this, but Aaron Judge, complete, not, not having him, completely changes that team. No, yeah, I mean, we were saying that a couple weeks ago in the power rankings when I was like moving the Yankees down and then also leaving them in the same spot. And you were talking about how Judge was going to be such a big, uh, impactful loss for them. And it really is true because if they lost him to the Giants this offseason, we might have not ever had them in the rankings this year because that's how bad they are without him. And I think that, you know, a lot of it was covered up because they they have good pitching and usually they have good defense. But when you're relying on the big three of Gleyber Torres, Josh Donaldson, and Giancarlo Stanton. It's yeah. like, nah, it's not happening. And I don't know what they do. I mean, and Rizzo is, you know, great guy, great story and everything else. But, yep. boy, he's come back down to earth for them. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know what they do other than get Judge back. But we'll see. All right. Um, so, Rangers, uh, you've done the Rangers, right? correct? Yep, they're number four. They're number four. Uh, all right, number three, our good yeah, so friends. Number three is the uh, the Baltimore Orioles. Shout out to uh, RDT Eric, who live tweets, I think, every game. It's actually pretty impressive, but yeah, three and three since last ranking, seven and three in last 10. They took two of three from the Blue Jays, only took one from the Cubs, but. I mean, they just have a really talented roster and they got a, they got a crazy good farm system too. So even if somebody goes down, they got Colton Kowser, they got Joey Ortiz, they got Jordan Westberg, they got Colby Mayo. So they just got a bunch of these top guys that are like right under the major. So if anybody goes down, they're just so quick and easy to replace them that it's really hard to see them ever being bad for a long stretch when they got all these young studs, you know, right under the And, you know, two things. Number one, you know, Gunnar Henderson wasn't good at the beginning of the year when they were so good, and now he's good. And so, which, you know, is is another addition for them. And then, you know, we look at these teams, and there might not be another team that when you get to the eighth inning that you're like, that's locked down. Definitely. Those two guys are the Orioles. Yeah, Cano and Batista are probably the two best, probably two of the best in the league, but definitely having them on the same team is like a cheat code. So, yeah, it is. All right, number two. Number two. Yeah, so number two is the Rays. They've had kind of a, you know, a not like easy, not great week. Um, three and four since the last rankings, five and five in the last 10. They split with the A's, which was 
pretty wild. I think one of the games they played against the A's was the reverse boycott. So yeah. By the way, since the reverse, so we had on obviously Jason Mastronato, who's was great yeah. talking about the A's, and he um ever since then. Ever since, like, oh, the A's are winning. Like, they get the reverse boycott. <laughs> what if they lost, like, six in a row since or something like that? So, yeah, yeah, not not happening. But uh, anyway, go ahead. No, yeah, and then they took one of three from the Padres. But it's just – it's hard to move this team down for long because even when they have a bad week like that, I think they're still – they're 51 and 24. So they're at least 20 – what is that? 27 games over 500. And, I mean, that's after having a bad week. So they're just – they're an unstoppable team. They have a bad week. It doesn't matter. Their record's still ridiculous. So there's still a team that you have to have, at least in your top five in the power rankings. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We've said this before. Um, they're going to have to win on the road. Like, yeah. their record was built up. They had a ton of home games in the first couple of months, and they took advantage of it. They were dominant at home. And they've had just some moments on the road, certainly, but they've also had some moments on the road where, like, eh? Really? Like yeah. the A's, the Padres now. So we'll see. We'll see. I, it's It'll be interesting. Like you've had the Rays, what? I mean, top three the whole way, right? I mean, pretty exactly. much. Yep. Yep. I mean, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to say it right now. Yep. All star break, they'll be out of the top three. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Some teams are getting hot, and, and yep. they're going to play a lot of games in the road. We'll see. All right, uh, number one. Number one is the inevitable, the, the bane of my existence as a Met fan. <laughs> it's just, it's just brutal every time you see them in the in the rankings, and uh, their record is insane. They're twenty games over five hundred, six and one since the last rankings, eight and two in the last ten. They swept the Rockies, took two of three from the Tigers. So every time you try to be down on this team, they just don't allow it. Alex Antopoulos has built an absolute juggernaut there, and they're uh, they're they're never going to be stopped anytime soon. They're probably going to have the NL East unlocked for at least the next couple of years. So, and I think that we've identified the best player not named Shohei Itani. Yep. Right, Acuna Junior. Yep. And you go to his go to his baseball savant page. What well, the thing that's crazy about him is that he does everything, everything. Yeah, he hit 470 foot home runs. He has the best arm in in the outfield arm in baseball. He's one of the fastest yeah. guys in baseball. You know, it's it's really like, it, you know, we had that conversation about who you would start a team with. Yep, I, I got maybe I I think it's him. Yeah, I mean, it's no, what, it's, the only issue he's ever had in the past was just staying on the field, and if he stays on the field, he really proves that. He's like one of the most valuable players in the league. So, yeah. Well, uh, it's a good list. So, in synopsis, Reds 10, Phillies 9, Giants 8, D back 7, Angels 6, Marlins 5, Rangers 4, Orioles 3, Rays 2, and your Atlanta Braves, number one. Which was the toughest team to leave off? Um, Based on. Like recency, it'd probably be the Dodgers because I mean they still have a really good record and they they took two of three from the White Sox. I don't know. It's just those those four teams that I left off because after last week saying, you know, oh, these teams, I think I've locked in all ten teams that'll stay on for the rest of the year, you know, I'd leave four of them off. But I don't know. They're just so many teams playing mediocre ball and they have good records overall with the Dodgers, Yankees, Blue Jays, and Astros, but 
I don't know. It's just like hard to leave them on and justify it when these other teams are playing like crazy and you're going to be like, oh, two and four last 10, one and five last 10, you know, like what's, yeah. what's the point of that? So the Dodgers really have to get, get some bullpens armed there. The, yeah. Their bullpen is like so thin. And um, yeah, they just, it's funny just how like the Dodgers fans are panicking like crazy. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You have a good record. You've gone through yeah. a bad s- stretch. You're a really talented team. You're probably going to add to it. Uh, and and yes, you aren't going to run away with it. And you remember last year, whether it was it was um 111 win team. Yeah. And and Justin Turner told us, he said, listen, it wasn't good for us. Like we didn't have to yeah. compete for the second half of the year. And then then we sort of like hit the postseason and it was a sad trombone. Like so. It, yeah, they're in a pennant race. They're a pennant race with in a great division. I mean, a great yep. division. I think yep. that that's we can revisit that conversation, which is the best division which we had at yep. the beginning of the year. And and everyone is like, oh, it's American League East. I don't know, man. Like right now, yeah. Based on how current teams are playing, it's it's hard because there's actually a ton of them. You know, the more I mean, you look into it, it's like, wow. Do you think so? Right now, I mean, I think it has to be the NL West, doesn't it? Be if you if you think the Padres yeah. are the Padres, yeah. If the Padres turn it on like they're doing now, if they just keep it going, you got the Dodgers, you got the D backs, you got the Giants. I mean, hard to argue with that. So yeah, well, there you go. It's, it's a conversation for another time. All right. Well, uh, in in conclusion, Evan, I want to congratulate you. Twitter account at BB is an boring over four thousand. Yep. Also, big big ups to uh, our guy Coop, the the Godfather of Twitter, the, uh, Twitter Twitter account and Instagram, building it up. Both of you guys have done an outstanding job. But to get over four thousand, it's a, yep. it was a feat. Doing a great job with that, uh, great job with Instagram. Now my son has dro- jumped into TikTok. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, so uh hello hello fellow kids, jump in the TikTok. So yeah. uh yeah, so fo- everybody follow all those things. It's worth it. And um yeah, so once again, excellent job. You're you're on a Thanks. roll. You pitch a perfect game. There you go. 